This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. Every mortgage loan originator has their own method for going after business. And it doesn't always have to be something flashy or involve the latest technology. For our guest in this episode, it all comes down to pounding the pavement. Why is a mortgage broker who's closed north of $5 billion in his career still prospecting every single day? You're about to find out on episode 65 of Good Better Broker. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. Welcome back to Good Better Broker as we bring in Ryan Profit. He is a mortgage broker with Future Home Loans based in Jacksonville, Florida. Ryan, great to have you here. Awesome. Glad to be here and loving the snow so far. Yeah, perfect weather for a Florida guy. And uh, a bit about you for our listeners. Uh, You've been in the business since 2003 and had Future Home Loans since 2019. And Ryan, in your career, you have done over $5 billion in loan volume. So certainly you've had a lot of success. And I want to ask you about the sales activities that you have stuck to during your career. So before we talk about the present and the future, Let's look back and tell us what in your mind have been the most successful sales activities throughout your career as a mortgage loan originator. Awesome. Well, I look at myself not as like a mortgage person. I look at myself as like a people person. So when I go out, I try to take the approach that I just want to go meet a bunch of people. So early on, I realized that easiest way to meet people was to go to open houses. So I've been hammering open houses. So I show up, meet the realtors that are there, talk to them, meet the customers that come in, because it's going to be a great place to meet people. And that's what I'm in, the people business. So it's interesting because, you know, when you and I talked before the interview, um, so much of what you went over was pounding the pavement. And you you are all over the place. I mean, (laughs) people need to, you know, look at your social media to, to get a a taste of what it's like, uh, but but I want you to tell our listeners, you know, what a typical day can look like for you and all the different places you are going uh, to basically advance your business. You got to. I mean, if you're not out there pounding the pavement, then you're not going to be uh, being succeeding in this industry because it's tough. You know, it's been tough the last couple of years in the market. It's getting a little easier now. The rates coming down a little bit, but it's 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 a busy day. So I put everything on the calendar. So I wake up early, 5:30 in the morning. I got to hit that gym, get that fresh sweat going on. That gets my mind right, and like your boy Mateen says, get your grind tight. Um, so I get that going, and then right after that, it's just calendar, calendar, calendar. You know, I do some time blocking in the morning. Um, I do a lot of prospecting. In our business, if you're not if you if you're not prospecting every day, I feel like you're not taking a shower. You know what I mean? So like every day, you gotta do some prospecting. So I do a lot of time blocking in the morning for prospecting. Um, then I do a lot of follow up. I mean, follow up, follow up, follow up. That's what it's all about in our business. And uh, you just gotta be out there moving around and try to try to put everything you can on your counter. I, I, I meet with a lot of people and they say, you know. Let me see your calendar. So I'll show them my calendar. And if your calendar is not full, then what are you actually doing, right? So you want to try to fill that calendar up as much stuff as you can. They're like, well, how are you going to be in three places at one time? Well, you know what? You're going to try because things will happen. Somebody will be late. Somebody will cancel. Somebody will change. Something will come up. And if it's important to you, you'll get through it all. Yeah, you mentioned that, that you over-schedule yourself, but that is very much by design because, yeah. like you said, things do come up. People are going to have to cancel. So yeah. for you, it's all about making sure that you're maximizing every single day. 
That's it. Every single day, even even with my kids, you know, getting all their stuff. I have them now. My, my daughter, she's 14. I have her putting stuff on my calendar now and sending me emails and Google invites. And she's like, Dad, I got basketball practice here. And the mother daughter, I got a soccer game here. And I'm like, you got to put it all on the calendar. And then we got closings. I put them on the calendar. We go to all the closings. We got realtor coffees. We got luncheons. We got networking events. We do a lot of CE training classes. Um, like I said, we're in the people business. So if you're sitting behind your computer and, and you're in your working that's great but that's not how you need to do this business yeah that's it's a great point i want to ask you more about that because you know if there is somebody listening to this who is hesitant to get out there as much as you are and they're maybe sitting behind their desk and waiting for it to come to them you know what would you say to them to encourage them to to get out there and and really Go out and meet with more people. Yeah, I just live live it every day. You got to suit up, you got to show up, and you got to follow up, right? So I, the first thing is just to get out and do it. I mean, you, you might be uncomfortable the first time you go do a couple things and go to a couple of realtor events or walk into an open house or go to a couple of uh, other socials that you have. But and there's and there's always time where you like I'll sit there and I'm like, man, it's been a long day. I'm tired. I just want to go home. I'm like, nope, we got this thing. Let's just go do it. And I'll show up. And the next thing you know, boom, boom, boom. And then it just starts falling. Because you never know where that next opportunity is going to come from. So I take the approach like I have to be doing it every day because I never know when my phone's going to ring, right? And that fear of like my phone's not going to ring and I'm not going to do another deal. So I got to get out there and make it happen. Uh, you, you mentioned it, so I have to ask you. Yeah. The suit up show up follow up it's it's something of a brand for you now it's a hashtag on your social media yeah. do people in your market know you from that brand they do yeah it's it's funny they do uh so that i show up and sometimes i show up and i'm not wearing a suit they're like where's the suit <laughs> so i get called out for that uh, but yeah so it's kind of like the brand that you created for yourself and they know that um that if they see me and it's going to be an event, then you know you, I'm going to be suiting up. So I always want to see what kind of suit I have, which is good because my suit guy he's loving it because he's like he's making a killing. And I actually should have probably gotten the suit business because I gave him like 15 referrals now on all the suits he's getting from me showing up. Um, but then you got to follow up as well with them also. So not just showing up to the events and not going to the the items and stuff that you have, but you got to make sure you follow up with them. We're, we're going to talk more about the follow up game in just a little bit, but I want to ask you more about you know the sales activities over the last couple years in particular because yeah. you know we talked about it off the top of the conversation you've been in this industry 20 years but the last two years 22 and 23 what a wild ride it has yeah. been so looking back over those years ryan what has worked well for you in particular a lot of social media i mean to be honest with you we got to adapt to social media so we've been doing a lot of videos um we got our, our crm that we use so we send out weekly updates um and, and you would think that people wouldn't like that stuff but people love it and they're like we don't we skip one week for the holidays We're like where's the video so it's like social media has been great uh, it's been an awesome sales activity that we've been doing um to get the attention of people and stay top of mind as well and then just the old school man picking up the phone like I pick up the phone and if I haven't hit 70 calls on my phone for a day, I look down and I'm like, have I even worked today? So just, just picking up the phone and calling people, having a conversation with them, calling all the realtors you got, calling your listing agents, calling all your past clients, just go through your phone and just call someone. If you haven't talked to them in a while, just call them, man. You'll be surprised at how much stuff happens just by picking up the phone. I want to make sure I heard you correctly. That's 70, not 17 calls? 70, yes, yeah, 70, 70. Seven zero. I mean, there are probably some people <laughs> listening to this in, in a full transparency who are saying to yeah. themselves, how does this guy do it? I yeah. mean, has he cloned himself? Does he have another <laughs> Ryan Prophet who's out yeah. there, you know, meeting with the realtors, going to coffee, going yeah. to closings while he's doing the calls and the other yeah. things? Like, what what do you say to that? Because I, I know that a big part of the way you approach your business is, you know, it means that much to you. And, and like you said, 
when we talked before the interview, yeah. sometimes it just means more to other people. Yeah. Is, is that the situation with you? I think so. I think so. And, and and I get that question a lot because if like you mentioned earlier, if you follow me on social media, you see I'm like I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And I get a lot of people saying, You're making me exhausted just watching you on social media, but I just have a different gear, you know. I just want I just want it more than what the next person wants. You know, Ishbia talked earlier that, you know, Kevin Durant's in there an hour before practice starts, right? And he's already full sweat, ready to go. And that's the kind of mentality you have to have. So I think that I just one, don't watch any TV. I don't have Netflix. I don't watch any shows. So you, you got to cut out that kind of stuff that takes your time away from you. I don't listen to the radio at all because when I'm in the car, I'm on the phone. <laughs> making out about You and I were on the phone while you were talk, in the car. Talking to people. So there's just things you can kind of look at it and cut out and then make it happen. So tell me, are you wired that way? Or, or is this something that you picked up when you got into this business and realized this is what it's going to take for me to be successful? That's a great question. I mean, when I went in for my job interview, right when I graduated from college, I'm like, okay, I got a college degree. I went to UNF and I'm like, all right, what now? And I'm like, okay, well, they're hiring mortgage people. So I showed up and they're like, what do you know about mortgages? I'm like, it has two G's. And then I just figured it out. And then at this point, I've just, I've been the same way my whole life, like just full gear. Like I was like, okay, I want to be the best loan processor. So boom closed a bunch of loans and then I went from processing I'm like what are those guys over there in that building do and they're like oh those are the sales guys you're you're over here in the loan processing side I'm like no I want to be over there on that side and they're like well you can't do that I'm like oh I'm going to do that I'm going to be the best salesperson when I get over there so I went over there and then boom best salesperson on the team right over there so just that mentality I think that I have that I always want to be the best when you are in your meetings you know whether it's at coffee or a lunch mm-hmm. or in a continuing ed class you know what strikes you about your conversations with people that you are in front of you know what approach do you try to take to make them say ryan's the guy i want to work with yeah i don't talk about mortgages i don't talk about mortgages at all when i sit down with them i I try to get to know them who the person they are what are their interests what do they like i do a lot of research before i meet with them so i go through kind of their social media do some creeping see kind of what they're into what they like if they have kids you know what they're relatable with what their favorite teams are where they're from how they got into the business. So I asked them a lot of questions like, how did you get into the business as a realtor? And that opens the can up. Because everyone that meets with those coffee people, they sit down, they go, you know, we can close in 13 days. We got the best rates. I'm always available 24 seven. Give me a call. Here's my phone. Everyone has the same sales pitch. So I don't even actually talk about that at all. I just sit down and talk to them as a normal person. And what kind of reaction do you get? Because I'm sure there are some realtors you've encountered who sit down with other LOs and they just come out of the gates hot and just start talking about the things you just mentioned. Yep. Speed, service, mm-hmm. rates. Are they a little bit taken aback by the fact that you're not even touching on those things? I think they love it because it's a different conversation. Like we, we, They go there with the mindset like he's going to tell me how great he is. He's going to want to show me all these Google reviews. He's going to tell me any loans he closed. He's going to blah, 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 blah. No one wants to hear you talk about yourself or talk about mortgages. No one even likes mortgages, right? They like the house they buy. They like where they live in. They like how they're going to take care of their family and, and where they're going to grow up and where they're going to be their investments or whatever their purchase plan is. But they don't want the mortgage. No one wants mortgages. So one of the places you go, you know, one of the many places you go is to your closings. And, and it was it's interesting you mentioned this, that you, know, you talked to other top producers and one of them was kind of reflecting back on his career. Yeah. And he said to you, I wish I had gone to all my closings like you do, Ryan. I know. What's, what's the strategy behind that? It's the celebration. 
I mean, we work so hard. We get him to the closing line. It's a big moment. I mean, that's the celebration. This is what you worked for. Like, why would you not go to the closing? Like, when I ask people, like, why do you go to all your closings? I'm like, why would you not go to your closings? Like, this is this is like the important day of their life. This is the biggest transaction they're going to do. You made financing an American dream for them. Like, you got to show up. And I use the saying, too, when we used UWM there, we go from uh, – Insta fun to Instagram right off the bat. So you can put that on a t-shirt. You got all the sayings, I man. Got- <laughs> I mean, I know you said you're a people person, but yeah. it also seems like you got that, that marketing gene as well. I guess, yeah. I don't really consider myself as a marketer. People ask me all the time, like, who runs my social media? I'm like, I, I do. I just post stuff, and then you just got to do it every day. That's what I tell them. But, um, yeah, it's 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 fun, man. I love it, going to the closings, like you said. And I love coming up with catchy sayings and hashtags and creating your own hashtags. Like, and this job's hard enough and stressful, man. Try to make it fun. Like, just be yourself. People love it, and they can relate to you. And you don't have to be like, oh, I, I look funny on camera. Like I, I was shooting a realtor video with one of the realtors are here and he's like, I look funny on camera. I'm like no one's even looking at you, dude. He's like, I stutter too much. I'm like, no one's even listening to you. Just get out there and do it and put it out there and you'll be successful. At what point did you get comfortable enough to feel that way with, with your videos? Because, you know, I was, I was looking at your Instagram yeah. and you, know, you said that's been a major area of focus for you over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. How did it get to that point? What made it click for you? Just doing it over and over and over again, you know, repetition, you know, I I look at it as another here one for you saying is, you know, visibility, right, equals credibility, which is profitability. So that's another one I like. And uh, the more you're visible and the more you're on video and the more people can relate to you, then that's going to give you more credibility because there's a lot of top producing realtors that I've been calling on for a long time and they don't give me the time of the day. They don't answer the phone, but you know what? They'll comment on my post and they'll like me and I know that one day they're going to say, hey, when the opportunity comes up, I'm going to use profit. We're going to have to start coining these profitisms or something because you're, you're just <laughs> yeah. dropping so many gems yeah. here. It's great. Uh, let's let's talk about the follow-up game because uh, your, your AE, Steve Anderson, you know, he's he's been in, in the business a long time as well. And he said that your follow-up game is one of the best he has ever seen oh, of wow. any All mortgage right. broker client he has ever worked with. Yeah. So walk us through your process is with he, the follow-up. Is he talking about follow-up with him when I ask him to do something? And that I, I can't say. I, I think he's talking about his follow, your follow-up with the client. <laughs> yeah. I think. No. No, it's uh, it's important, man. Follow up, follow up, follow up. We talk about it all the time because when you when you go to these networking events and you go to these meetings and you go to these closings and you go to these things, that's that's like a good stepping stone, but that's not going to get the deal done. And if you don't follow up, then they're not going to follow through. So I got to make sure I'm following up. And I put everything on the calendar, like boom, put it on the calendar. It pops up. Okay, I need to send them a text. Okay, I need to send them a call. Okay, I need to follow up on an email and just put it on there. And then I just try to follow up with them on all forms of fashion that they can get. So if they like me on LinkedIn, I'll follow up with them on LinkedIn. If they like me on Facebook, I'll send them a Facebook messenger. Depending on wherever they came over, I try to mirror whatever their communication was as well. In a way, it sounds like, Ryan, you know, all of the time and effort you put into you know, the face-to-face interactions, the different places that you go, the people you meet with, it seems like if you don't follow up on all of those interactions, you're, you're kind of wasting some of that. Does you that are. make sense? Yeah, perfect. This is exactly the way I look at it because it's good to go and, and talk to somebody and have a great conversation like I'm doing with you. We sit down here, but then you're going to forget about me, right? I mean, it's not like I'm that great. You're going to remember me for the rest of your life. Like you're going to probably do another show with someone else on here, but I'm going to follow with you and find out when I'm coming back on. So you better be looking for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll look forward to that. Uh, 
looking at the the landscape of the industry, you know, and we talked about the last couple of years and how you've leaned into social and what a wild ride it's been for yeah. everybody. You know, now I want you to look forward for us and, and tell us, you know, what do you think are going to be the activities for, for people in this business that help them achieve success moving forward? Yeah, I think the QR codes are going to be huge. So right now I'm doing a bunch of QR codes. So you scan the QR code and it pops my face up and I'm like, hey, thanks for clicking on this. This is Ryan Proffer, Future Home Loans, like a QR video we're sending out. Uh, we're just trying to just kind of adapt with the times. Like everyone's so used to, to being on their phones and having that instant access. So we're just trying to make sure it's easy for everyone as well. So QR code that actually brings your face up and, yep. and, a, and a video plays and of a you? video plays of me. Yep, and it kind of walks them through if they want to do the loan application. And then we're going to do a couple of QR codes that we're going to do uh, for a couple of our marketing things that we're going to send out. And it'll help them kind of track them where they came from. And you know, just we're in the people business. So we got to try to get in front of as many people as we can. Well, there's so much optimism for 2024 um, with everybody in the business. And, you know, hopefully we get to the point where a lot of people are, are growing and then they get to the point where they have to make a decision. And that decision is. Is it the right time to bring on help? Do I hire an LOA? Do I bring on a business de development specialist? And, and this is something that you've dealt with yourself. So how do you navigate that process? Still right? dealing with it. Still, you're going through still, it now. So, still, so tell still, us your, your thoughts. What are you, what are you thinking? Dealing with it. It's, 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 you can't do it all yourself. I mean, we've talked about it here. And, and as much as I work from, from in the morning to the end, like I can't do it all myself. I mean, I'm sitting here at UWM today. I'm here with you. I've already had three people apply. Like I haven't looked at one of those applications yet. So I got to have somebody that's running the, running the systems for me. So I, I had to bring on an LOA and uh, they're basically helping me get through those applications. They're helping requesting docs. Um, and then I, I couldn't be at three places at one time. So I had to bring on a business development person. And I brought her on as well because there's some things I can't go to. I want to go to the Women's Council of Realtors. You know what? They won't let me in. So I brought her on. So Jen does a great job going there as well. Um, there's certain other things. I want to go to the Ladies on the Vine, where they go and drink vine and, and wine and hang out. They won't let me go to that either. So I brought her on. So she's done a great job of kind of going to things that I couldn't go to or I wasn't invited to. And then that kind of helped our business grow as well. But as far as like the structure and making everyone happy and all that stuff, it's a, it's a constant tweaking. Like, okay, that worked, that didn't work. This worked, that didn't work. Okay, you don't like that, we won't do that again, sorry. Okay, oh, you do like that. Okay, well, let's see if we can do that. So it's just, just having open communication about it every day. Was there an aha moment though, beyond not being allowed into the, the ladies events, was, yeah. there, was there a moment where you, you knew that, okay, it's time. I, 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 I've done this myself for a long time, but I think I'm now at the point where I do actually need to get some help. It was, yeah. I think I was at the point where I left the office at like midnight and went home. And I was like, why am I at the office at midnight? And I got here at 7 a.m. So I got there, it was dark, and I left, and it was already the same day. And I was still putting in applications, still uploading docs, still sending disclosures. And I'm like, there's gotta be an easier way. Like, I have to bring on somebody. And then there's economies of scale, right? So the more I can get out and more business I can drive in, more loans we can close. So we went from closing a certain number to almost doubling it instantly because I'm out in front of more people, getting more people to apply, and then they're behind the scenes getting the loans closed. Man, it, uh, it's impressive to see what you've been able to do, uh, and you certainly uh, are, are deserving of all of the th great things that have come your way because you're, you're putting in the work, man. So uh, yeah. continued success to you, and thanks for joining us. Ryan Profit from Future Home Loans. Yeah, thank you. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now 
with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.